new slogan when we start running in, can you believe it, two years from now, is going to be keep America great, exclamation point. Keep America great. Lion Ted, L-Y-I-N apostrophe. Still got to have a candidate. I, I, I maintain that's the big thing. If you're a Trump hater and you think there's just no effing way this guy gets reelected, assuming he survives and he won't, more on that in a second, um, no way he gets reelected. All right, you got to have a candidate. There has to be a human being that runs against him. Right? Obama. Don't, I don't want to get into 2020. Trump brought it up, but you got to have a candidate, and I'd like to see who that's going to be. Obama comes back. Okay. There's some issues with that. But. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so Elizabeth let's, Warren. So that, hey, yeah. that was Trump from uh, Friday in Pennsylvania. He was in theory there to bolster the chances of this Republican who's trying to uh, to win a, a, a Congress a seat in Congress mm-hmm. against a Democrat. I just saw the both of them on TV. The Democrat is way better a candidate. That's exactly how it struck me last week. Yeah, the old Republican dude has got nothing going on. I'll lose the mustache, but anyway, easy. Yeah, now. just uh, <laughs> maybe he's got a bad upper lip. Just not even close in terms of uh, uh, you know, just abilities as a as a political animal, as they say. Yeah, so, the young dude has charisma. There's no doubt. He's a, a combat vet, right, or a Navy SEAL. or And he's young, like which yeah. helps you out a lot. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Trump was there to try to help him out and said all kinds of stuff during this. We'll just play you a bunch of clips from him on the stump Friday in Pennsylvania. Oh, I'd love Oprah to win. I'd love to beat Oprah. I know her weakness. No, no, I know her weakness. Oh, what is it? What is Ham? it? Ham is her weakness. Oh, my God. Lots of good things I think are going to happen, but we'll see. But the funny thing, so... They announced that he's not going to send missiles up anymore until through the meetings. Hey, I wonder that that, that thing he said about Oprah. Was that a she's going to think, uh-oh, what, is, what does he know about me? And kind of maybe scare her off running? Maybe he does know what it is. Or maybe, maybe he knows he something about her. He might. He absolutely might. North Korea, Kim Jong-un would like to meet with President Trump. Now, this is a, This doesn't happen. You know, they're saying, oh, well, Obama could have done that. Trust me, he couldn't have done that. <laughs> you ever see the story where I'm, it's 1999. I'm on Meet the Press, a show now headed by Sleepy Eyes Chuck Todd. He's a sleeping son of a bitch, I'll tell you. What the hell does that mean? Yeah, he's always slumbering at and- night. And then Trump says, and there I was on Meet the Press 1999. Man, I was handsome back then. What a handsome guy. <laughs> oh, boy. Connor Lamb. Lamb the sham. Right? Lamb the sham. He's trying to act like a Republican, so he gets, he won't give me one vote. Look, I don't know him. Looks like a nice guy. I hear he's nice looking. I think I'm better looking than him. <sighs> That's the Democrat. Very very odd. The young Democrat. Lamb the sham. Do you know what he means when he's saying he's trying to act like a Republican? Do you know what that's in reference to? He's he's super moderate uh, Democrat because it's a swing district. Okay. They're both running pro-tariffs, which is interesting. I guess not surprising in Pennsylvania. Trying to protect the local folks, sure. But something that mainstream mainstream candidates from both parties have been against for for decades. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're both running for it. 
Oh, my fault. That was just natural That's sound. That's just crowd mm-hmm. noise. Okay. All right. President Moon of South Korea said without Donald Trump, the Olympics would have been a total failure. It's true. True. You know? Might as well say it. Nobody else is going to say it, right? No. Might as well no, say it. Nobody is. Oh. Now, a little hard to sell tickets when you think you're going to be nuked. Without Donald Trump, the Olympics would have been a total failure. A little hard to sell tickets oh. when you think you're going to be nuked. Now, for once, I can figure out what he's driving at. He uh, he worked out a little detente with the North Koreans. Uh, they came down. They participated in the games, and people could go to Seoul without fear of you know warfare. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh, what a thing now, to slip in at the end there. But uh, remember when he took credit for no airline crashes? Right, right, right. In the right. previous year. <laughs> Uh, Well done, sir. Maxine Waters, a very low IQ individual. You ever see her? Who? You ever seen her? You ever see her? Low IQ. We will impeach him. We will impeach the press. But he hasn't done anything wrong. It doesn't matter. We will impeach him. She's a low IQ individual. And uh, (laughs) as you said. And she tweeted out that that was clearly a racist attack. Ah, I'll tell you what, yes. I don't know why, but I watched a big chunk of the rally, and as as since the first time Trump did his thing, and I was anti-Trump from the beginning. Remember, you don't maybe you don't you don't remember. People don't remember. They start, do remember. I'm going to start talking <laughs> like Trump. I used to complain all the time about the candidates that would go to see Donald Trump. Mitt Romney has gone to meet with Donald Trump, and I think, why are you going to meet with this bozo to get his approval so you can run for president? Who cares what Donald Trump thinks? That was me. But when uh, when Trump does one of these things, man, I'm standing and cheering. Yeah! I love his rallies. I love Trump's rallies. They're nuts. They're fantastic. They're crazy. They're, they're awesome. Just, they, they, they're, no, they're, they're absolutely awesome. It's hard to believe that guy is the same guy who's in charge of the free world, but so far, so good. The sleeping son of a bitch, I'll tell you. Wall Street Journal had a thing a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I do sleep, sir. I'm guilty. Everything about Donald Trump is wrong except his policies, was the column in the Wall Street Journal. And they went through all of the things that they agree with that Trump does. They just don't like his style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, that's, uh, uh, that's more or less where I am. Ah, hmm. uh, what was I going to say? Ah, the Wall Street Journal had some good stuff on Jerry Brown the other day, too. We probably ought to get to. So on. Oh, oh, here, here you go. Here's a rhetorical. It's not a rhetorical question. It's an actual question. I get the idea Trump's one of those guys who doesn't need a lot of sleep. All right, yeah. yeah. He famously gets the buy in like four hours of sleep. Yeah, I had a friend who often would just sleep for two hours and feel perfect. Brilliant guy, too. Really, really bright. And how was your friend Nosferatu? Um, here's your question. What percentage of people who need, say, six hours or less a night secretly think it's actually strength of character? They're self-congratulatory. Almost all of them? Yeah, I would say roughly 98% are self-congratulatory and think people who need more sleep are weak. That's what I do, yeah. <laughs> Whenever I bring it up, I try to you know lay on a little bit of I'm better than you tone well, there, when I'm talking is, about it. Of course. There, well, one, there's no doubt that different people need different amount of sleep, but there's also the... You know, I think a lot of people would sleep more or do sleep more than... I've known plenty of people that sleep as opposed to doing anything. I've known lots of people like Who that. sleep as opposed to doing that anything? Would rather, what do you mean, sir? I'd rather sleep than get up and do anything. Ah, I've known lots of people like that. Do you know more people like that or more people who don't get enough sleep? 
In the modern world? Yes. Oh, practically everybody gets No, it. in the 1800s. Of course the modern world. <laughs> practically nobody gets enough sleep. <laughs> right. That's there you why go. that's why it's a power thing. You got to you got to just power through it. I don't think it's and a guy prematurely. I think, it, I think it's a bad idea. I'm just saying that it is <laughs> It is strength to power through it. It's a terrible idea. Mm. It takes a lot of strength to, like I used to do, it takes a lot of strength to get drunk at night, stay up really late, right. not drunk, and then get up and go to work. It's still a stupid idea. <laughs> so you can, It can take strength to do dumb things. <laughs> I mean, so, I don't a know. a little close here, Jack. <laughs> this, uh, this could be your book. <laughs> The strength to do dumb things. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow. In fact, it takes a it takes a tremendous amount of strength to do a number of stupid things. So, really, doing the right thing is laziness. It's the path of least resistance. Well, it's easier. I don't. I wouldn't say it's laziness, but it's easier. Eh, you've implied it. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, Saturday Night Live on Saturday night. I thought this was a hell of an interesting angle they went. So they've been. Kind of a, a one-note show now for, since, oh, since yeah. Trump got elected that he's a stupid, evil racist who is in league with the Russians. And mm. we've seen anybody all this, who supports him is clearly a Klansman. And right. we've seen all the skits with Putin being the puppet master and all this different stuff. So on uh, Saturday night they did a uh, spoof of the Bachelor finale, particularly the breakup scene, um, where uh, he goes in and breaks up with the girl and and. In this case, it's the girl dressed like the girl, couched just like you saw in The Bachelor, if you watched it. But the guy is uh, is Mueller, and Mueller is played by Kate McKinnon. Yeah, because she, she <laughs> plays she plays everybody, and with the makeup, she looks exactly like him. But here's a little bit of it. The reality is that um, I don't I don't think that I can give you everything that you want right now. You know, and and I and I think you sense that. So, what? You you don't have Trump on collusion? <laughs> I just, um, I think I need to explore the possibility that I might have a stronger case with some other stuff. And so that was the that was the whole thing that I I don't I don't have collusion. So you're saying he's going to be president for two more years? Yeah. Maybe six. <laughs> and she starts crying. You got to be effing kidding me. But I thought that was an interesting, interesting that they recognize that that's, you know, kind of maybe the direction this is, story is going, at least yeah. on that stuff, that yeah. there's nothing there. That's just uh, for the, my comedy mind. The comedy mind of Joe Getty is thinking about how they combine those two things for the premise of the bit. That's a pretty good idea. It, I well, actually, I said to my wife because I thought, you know, you would like this because you watch The Bachelor, but you're not following the Russia stuff. A lot of people are following the Russia stuff, didn't watch The Bachelor. I said, I don't know how many people enjoyed that because you're into both stories, mm. like I did. But yeah, it's a, it's a stretch. Um, I I I I wonder what it's going to be like if the if they finally come at the end of this, whatever there is, Manafort did this or whatever taxes or whatever. There's no collusion with the Russia. That's just nothing. Right is. Well, your Lawrence O'Donnells and Donnie Douches will say that, well, yeah, they couldn't find it because they obstructed justice. You know, they'll they'll find a way to whip up the base. That's what they do. It'll be impossible to explain to uh, a future generation how feverish the pitch was on this collusion story for how long. Mm-hmm. You won't believe it. It was every day for an hour on many shows about how clearly he worked with the Russians to get elected. Well, and then Trump inexplicably denying or just downplaying Russia's uh, uh, meddling. 
You mean it's, this, just, it's all so odd. You mean he's going to be president for two more years? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe six. He's going to keep America great! Exclamation point! I'm going to have to get a new hat. Because having right. a matching set of hats is going to be, you know... Keg! A, a collector's item. Keg? We're moving on from MAGA. It's now Keg. Mm. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We have breaking Stormy Daniels news. We probably should have a separate sound effect for breaking Stormy Daniels news. Like an ooh or an ah or something. Michael, any uh, ideas? Breaking Stormy Daniels news. (laughs) It is a slut. She has agreed to return the $130,000 she got from Trump's lawyer. She'll wire the money by Friday so that she can go out and tell her story. And and make more than $130,000. No thank you. Signed the president. It's purely a... uh, her agent or whoever told her, you could make a lot more than one hundred and thirty grand if you could do a bunch of interviews. First, you, you go on 60 Minutes. I don't think they pay you to go on 60 Minutes. No, she'd go on you know the other network shows. You'd, but the Inquirer would pay her. The big syndicated shows that make zillions and zillions of dollars that nobody recognizes. Sure. It's Wendy Williams or, or whatever. She writes a book <laughs> and makes a certain amount of money on that. And... She does a porno video with somebody who looks like Trump. Oh, boy. And makes money off of that. But anyway, oh boy. she makes more than $130,000. Yeah, yeah. God. So I was watching David Frum yesterday. I don't know if you know who he is. He was a speechwriter for Bush. Hates Trump. I mean, he is, man, if there is a Republican swamp, he's part of it. I mean, he's part of the uh, uh, the Republican elite circles, big government guy. Well, and he's the left's go-to conservative. Right. He's not conservative at all no no but he's 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 that republican but anyway he hates trump me and he was talking yesterday about the evangelical base and how they are giving trump a pass on this whole stormy daniels thing and just have they completely ceded their whole moral authority that they've had for so long where they could speak on an issue and then have some high ground mm-hmm. have they just given up on that but by by giving into trump and saying hey he's on our side and he's He's fighting for prayer in schools or whatever. So have your oh, affairs. Have your affairs with porn stars. We're all right with it. I just think it's a practical choice. It's a binary choice. They chose Trump over Hillary. They love the judges he's appointing. That sort yeah. of thing. So yeah. yeah, there are some. I mean, I don't think that's that exceptional at all. There are some candidates who I'm sure they embrace fully and without reservations. There's some that they hold their nose and, and embrace them. It's not, you know, it's not that amazing to me. I've I've read tons about that. That that seems to, you know, people bring that up a lot. Evangelicals supporting Trump. Why? That's because you know the world is going hard left in a lot of ways. Hard left. And the media and, and progressive, the Democrat Party is going way, 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 way left. And so Trump was the best uh, strategy for combating that. Period. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't find it that. I'll uh, give you one hundred thirty thousand dollars back. <laughs> Nobody cares about this oh, story. Yeah, okay. Is the main is the is the cross oh. of all of it. It's just just not. I don't get how anybody could. Well, I, I don't. 
I don't think anybody's surprised by it. If it's true, and it probably is, yeah, right? I assume it is. So who I, am I? I don't what, have any doubt that Am it is. I outraged that Trump had an affair? Please. Oh like, my God, Mike, you're not serious. Like Michael Chase said on Saturday Night Live, clutch my pearls, no way. <laughs> right. It, it, am I outraged by that it was actually... The payoff was an in-kind service by the attorney, and it's a violation of campaign finance laws? Please. Seriously? Show of hands. Who actually cares about that? Sean, who cares? Well, this seems very much like the Republicans... It seems left over like from the Bill Clinton era, right? Like, you, we like this guy. He had affairs. You guys made him a bad guy because of this. Now your team has a guy who did this, and now it's our turn to be outraged. Oh, there's definitely yeah, nice, some of that. Nice try, but if Trump was getting his schwanz slurped uh, sh- on in the Oval Office, that would probably be a pretty big news story. Yeah, no, but that there, met some gal consensually in a hotel room years ago is just not much. There's definitely some of that. I I can think of some particular hosts that are okay when one guy doesn't want not oh, when another. Does. Yes, of course. Yeah, but clearly. in general, I, I don't care about people who they're sleeping with. So. Do your thing. Get your swerve on. Is that what you say? Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's that's what I say. Sometimes Baxter gets his arousal going. I don't know what oh. triggers it, but oh uh, yeah, our pug, like, our pug's always doing that. And my kids say, "Put it away, put that away." <laughs> yes, I'm with them. I don't want to see oh, that. Oh boy, take that thing outside. Go find a squirrel or something. Henry will put his hands over his eyes. Oh, mom, he's doing it again. Oh man, <laughs> it is a, it is awful to see. Yeah, <laughs> Chris, I've, I've had the same reaction myself. Put that away! Oh, oh I'm blind! Just like in prison. Is that what I'm supposed to say? <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, Where were we? Ah, Stormy Daniels. Bob. Yeah, nobody cares. There's nothing. that Half-wit uh, Maxine Waters, who the president referred to, um, uh, she's saying uh, if uh, Mueller doesn't get him, Stormy Daniels will. That's not going away. She just said in an interview. And, uh, well, it's not going away because it's never really been here. It's just it's just gossip. Or am I missing something? It's tawdry, it's ugly, it's 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 grubby. That's the word I've been using since the beginning. It's exceptionally grubby, but it's of zero significance. Are they making a big deal over on MSNBC with this? Stuff? Oh yes, absolutely. God dang it, I don't get it. Nobody thinks there's anything illegal happened. I haven't heard anybody mention that. Even on the talk shows yesterday, they said the whole campaign finance thing is pretty weak. So, yeah. so I don't know what it is. I think they just think America still should get outraged when a president's cheating on their wife. I guess. but I don't Especially know. when he's on the other team. Well, right. Exactly. <laughs> Only if he's right, on the other right. team. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, President Trump's salty language. Now an interview issue for other administration officials. And we got bad news for Fertility Clinic's customers. What happens when the refrigeration fails? Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. Boy, you hate it when you're making an omelet and your eggs are funky. Imagine if you're, you know, yeah. when I have a kid. Deep. So we got all that on the way. Um, Plus, if you have time, the harsh anti-immigration rhetoric of Jerry Brown. On the Armstrong and Getty Show. From the text line, the Russians hacked my clocks this weekend and stole an hour from me. Yeah, stupid, stupid change in our clocks. Ridiculous. Nobody wants it. There's no good reason for it. Good article in the newspaper over the weekend about that. 
Isn't this the day of the year with the highest mortality or something yeah. like that? Most car wrecks? Heart attacks. Heart attacks and car wrecks. Yep. Car wrecks causing heart attacks. I hope my heart is never so fragile that if I get up one hour early, I die from it. But Because, I mean, you know, it's not that uncommon to need to go get up a little earlier to catch a plane or do something. It shouldn't kill you. Should it? It shouldn't, but it might. <laughs> it might. Uh, yes. Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, the White House giving its recommendations on how to keep schools safe from shootings. These series of recommendations include proposals for bolstering the background check system and encouraging states to allow qualified armed personnel into schools. It also calls for a new federal school safety commission led by the education secretary, Betsy DeVos. Now, she's making the rounds today, talking about school safety issues and other things. On the Today Show, DeVos was asked about President Trump's description at a rally of Meet the Press moderator Chuck Todd. You ever see the story where I'm, it's 1999, I'm on Meet the Press, a show now headed by Sleepy Eyes Chuck Todd. He's a sleeping son of a bitch, I'll tell you. This prompting the Today Show's Savannah Guthrie to ask DeVos. What do you think of that kind of language? Would you uh, wash someone's mouth out with soap? Well, I I would probably use different language myself. And um, I think we all have an opportunity and a responsibility to be examples to our kids. Would you include the president? Uh, That would include the president as well. Oh, a rift (laughs) in the White House. So I'm looking up at the TV. Are yeah. those the samples of the wall that he's going to check out tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Those are some pretty impressive walls. I mean, oh, a, wall, yeah. a wall like that would be hard to get around. Oh, yeah. That's the idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, during a 60 Minutes uh, interview with Leslie Stahl, DeVos seemed to get tripped up by at least one question. She is a proponent of school choice and using public money to pay for private education. She said that public schools improve with the competition, but some of the charter schools DeVos promoted in Michigan were actually doing worse than public schools, leading Stahl to ask uh, DeVos. Have you seen the really bad schools? Maybe try to figure out what what they're doing. I have not. I have not. I have not intentionally visited schools that are underperforming. Maybe you should. Uh, maybe I should. That yes. Is, that answer getting a lot of traction this morning. Being that out- earlier part. The, the like Joe's always talking about it. it's like a high school or whatever. Right. That he said this. What do you think of what he said? You don't like it. Hmm. So now you've got the president said this and right. somebody that works for him who doesn't like it. So what do you think of that? I mean, who who is that for? Who who gets any enjoyment out of that? Whoopsie crap! I mean, yeah, good lord. Several days after a plan for a Trump a Kim summit shocked the world, North Korea still has been very silent on the deal. So far, the only official word of the North's offer of a meeting with Trump and a moratorium on missile and nuke tests has come from South Korea. Even for the often slow and uninformative media core of the North, that is a head-scratcher. I think it's a win for Trump, though. If 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 uh, a little fathead bails, that looks good for Trump. Look, I reached out. I was willing to sit down and talk, and he's not. World, what do you think about that? He's the obstinate one, not me. And far as the whole legitimacy argument, which I kept hearing uh, brought up for right, the last five right. days or whatever, gives him legitimacy. 
Chris Christie, the fat man, agreeing with me yesterday on uh, Face the Nation. He's got legitimacy. It's called a nuclear weapon. That's how you get legitimacy. That ship has sailed. Right. Whether or not that guy has legitimacy. So no, it act- elevates him to an equal of the United States. He no, is, it doesn't. He doesn't. He, he can't. They don't have like a full dog bowl full of food for their people. He's already elevated as a nuclear power, though, right. whether we like it or right. not. Thousands of frozen female eggs and embryos could be damaged after a storage tank malfunction at a California fertility clinic. Around 400 patients from the Pacific Fertility Center in San Francisco have been informed of a liquid nitrogen failure that occurred on March the 4th. Whoops. A doctor there said the staff found that some of the eggs are still usable while the embryos have yet to be checked. That incident follows another one at a clinic in Cleveland, Ohio, the other day, where 2,000 eggs may have been harmed by a refrigerator malfunction. And earlier you mentioned it, as indeed American Idol is officially back. The singing competition made its return to TV last night on ABC. Who are the judges this year? Lionel Richie. Katy Perry and Luke Bryan. Wow, that would have actually been a better show than the original show. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, those are some pretty good judges. Nah, yep. they, you don't have the mean British guy. That's yeah. what they're mean. It's too nice. You don't the have show the show was right. good because it was mean. You don't have the mean guy and the dumb girl. Right. Paul Abdul was, you know. Yeah. So that that kind of gave its own entertainment. And groovy, funky Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the live with his, on- with his hip hop, hips, hip hop talk. Dog, that's pitchy. Dog, Yo, dog. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the auditions are going to continue tonight. And that's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. You got to have somebody who's cruel. You got to have a half wit. And you got to have somebody who seems hip. How freaking old is Lionel Richie? He's got to be 70 something, right? I don't know. You need to sing louder. <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody who's a bad singer, does he say, hey, sail on, out that door. (laughs) Awesome. Download it if you want at Apple, whatever. (laughs) Stream it. I wrote that. The petering out is coming up next. The petering out will be extra good today, right? Yeah. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Guy working for the Border Patrol since 2012. Turns out he's illegal. Oh, well. Whoops. <laughs> I want to I wanna get that straightened out. Whoops. Yeah, what are you going to do? Eh, what are you going to do? So this uh, new bill that would let you pick your own license uh, photo, your driver's license in uh, Corruptifornia. Yes. I thought, yeah, obviously. Why not? You can either have them take a couple of pics, then you'd pick the one you like the best, or bring in your own picture or whatever. Then I read down a little bit. Uh, the bill would require the DMV to establish fees for each additional photo that someone might request, plus guidelines for any photos people might submit themselves. No junk, for instance, I'm sure. The revenue from the additional photos That's would the go. Point. T- <clears throat> <laughs> The revenue from the additional photos would go toward the Driver Education and Training Fund. Right. Which, once developed by the bill, follow me now, would be used to provide driver education and training. Hmm. Perfect. Um, but They it, named it perfectly. In other words, he wants extra fees yeah. to create a new bureaucracy. 
There you go. So now this means they're going to really try to catch you with the awkward face because yeah, they want to exactly. force you into paying yeah. more to All get right, the picture. All right, on the count of three. One, two, click. Well, you didn't get to three. Sorry, sir. And you got a picture. One eye open, your mouth open. Ah. One, two. What's that? A bear? Click. <laughs> what? You like this photo where you look scared and you're looking that direction? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Cost you $5. Take another one. <laughs> one, click. <laughs> Unbelievable. Let's just shoot you with a squirt gun. Like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, you followed Jerry Brown, of course, the ancient governor of California, who said uh, recently that the Justice Department quote was basically uh, going uh, to war against the state of California. In his first year as governor, back in the 1970s, like his fellow Democrats. Governor Brown strenuously opposed immigrants who had already received federal approval to come to the U.S. as refugees from their besieged homelands in Vietnam and Cambodia. Uh, This is from the Wall Street Journal. When those two countries fell to the commies in uh, 1975, Governor Brown fought the arrival of hundreds of thousands of Vietnamese and Cambodian refugees. Uh, he said, quote, there's something a little strange about saying, let's bring in 500,000 more people when we can't take care of the one million out of work. Wow. Brown said. Wow. Listen to this. That's His amazing. point man on the issue, Mario Obledo, reflected the state's ethnic politics. Obledo had helped found the Mexican-American Legal Defense Fund and was called the godfather of the Latino movement. He created Project VIC, the Vietnamese Interagency Commission, to explore the possibility of suing the federal government to stop the exodus from those lands and uh, importing those people to California. Obledo called the State Department and asked for a meeting with Secretary uh, of State Henry Kissinger. Within 48 hours, he demanded it. He would be ready to go to Guam, he said, to ensure that no refugees are brought into the state until some definitive relocation plans are announced by the federal government. So, long and short of it is, Brown Nobledo went big on, oh, we can't take care of our own people. This is going to put people out of work. Oh, we don't have enough jobs. This is going to tax social services, blah, 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 which may have been true. But the main thing was they saw that people who had fled communism in other places uh, like Cuba, for instance, became conservatives and formed a conservative voting bloc. Mm. And so they used the, we don't have the money, we don't have the jobs, to keep them out because they afraid they were afraid the Vietnamese would be anti-communists. So that's how deep the affection for diversity runs in all your progress, a lot of your progressive politicians. They like Hispanic people because they think they'll keep voting Democrat. Period. Jerry Brown on the record is saying, keep the foreigners out. They had an interesting story on NPR this morning interviewing uh, people who run big agricultural operations, you know, big farms where they hire a lot of labor and a lot of illegal labor. And um, so now you have to post when, uh, you know, immigration is going to come check your papers. And so this farmer said, I I put up a, a, a posting that said ICE is coming. Oh, is this in California? Yeah. Okay. ICE is coming this weekend, and he said, I immediately had 18 people disappear. They quit and left. And, of course, because he's got a bunch of illegals working for him. Mm -hmm. And so he said, I don't know anybody running an agricultural operation like mine who's in favor of the sanctuary state stuff because it's drawing all this heat that we didn't have before. Mm. So they're hiring illegals. 
But now all this attention's coming to California, and the and the illegals when they get word that you know there's a crackdown, they're taken off, and they can't hire anybody. So you got all kinds of problems with this story. One, the admission of what's obvious that there are a whole bunch of illegal people doing farm labor. It's sure, yeah. not a surprise to anybody, but nope. it's made more clear. The people that are benefiting from illegal labor are now can't hire because you're in favor of illegals, which is a weird switcheroo. Went too far, pushed too far. So in a state where you want to protect illegals, now the illegals can't work because they, well, they're here illegally, and so they can't provide paperwork and it's it's really ridiculous. On the other hand, how do you how can you possibly be bad at the people who run these farming operations? Because there's no way you could compete against your competitors. You'd go out of business if you were only hiring people that were here legally. You couldn't afford to do it. Right. You couldn't you couldn't compete unless we eliminate a lot of uh, you know uh, government handout programs and instead have people work in the fields. As we've heard from uh, well, like construction people or whatever, say like I'd like to hire legal people, but I can't compete. Yeah. I, it, I can't have my cost be that much higher than my competitors. So we've created a world that's just backwards in all kinds of different ways. Oh, the it's amount all of upside down. and hypocrisy in both parties is amazing. Yeah. And then from the other side of it, from the uh, the actual individual that's here, and then you always get, especially on NPR, places like that, the tearful story of how they have to go back home. Or I'm, I'm amazed by the, so you're telling me there's a downside to being in a country illegally. There's not supposed to be any downside, apparently. Right. If you bring your family to a country illegally. First first sign of downside of, uh, this is going to make it difficult to find a job, or you might have to move back, or mom's going to have to go back while dad stays here. What are they supposed to do? Well, it turns out there's a downside to going to a country illegally. <laughs> and what a shock. What are they supposed to do? Why are you asking me? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But then, you know. if I go try to live in Britain without papers, and they say, "Hey, you got to get your ass out. Your kids can stay." What am I going to do? Then I'll decide. That's my problem. Did you tell the British that there's no such thing as an illegal person? Yeah, no human beings aren't illegal, Joe. Boy, my final thought is going to be the most banal I've ever had. No, no. Coming up, and now. Final thoughts from Armstrong and Getty. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody, huh? Hey, uh, Michelangelo, final thought. Okay, I've said in the past that daylight saving time makes the impossible possible. But I think it may be time to stop it. Let's do more indoor farming and leave the clocks alone. Here, here. I'm uh, tired. Hydroponics. Like your pot farm, Michael. Uh, Sean, your final thought. Yeah, I it's I don't want to say thank you, but it kind of rhymes with that. To whoever left me this crafting with cat hair book, cute <laughs> handicrafts to make with your cat that is specifically made out of the hair that your cat sheds. You yeah, make like little finger soft. puppets or like little portraits of like the cat hair things. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying thank you, but it kind of rhymes with that. Mm. <laughs> uh, let's see, Marshall Phillips, final thought. Well, I got to tell you, I'm excited. The big dance is on. Investment opportunities abound. March Madness upon us, and I'm meeting with my financial advisor right after the show. Jack, do you have a final thought for us? So we had a bake-off yesterday at our house between the two kids, and I'll tell you this, we've got them posted at the Twitter and the uh, our website, Facebook, that sort of stuff. This is what happens if you let kids make decisions. I'll just let you look at the picture. I let them put anything they wanted to on their cake, decorate it however they want. This is what happens if you let kids make decisions. Yikes. Oh, man. Yeah, I just, I'm uh, I'm getting a tooth decay just thinking about those cakes. Uh, speaking of which, I have a dentist appointment today, and if my dentist is as groggy as I am, I'm going to get a drill right through my cheek. <laughs>
Yeah. I hope he has an extra cup of coffee. If the time changes affected him, yeah, he might put one right in the eye. Oh, ah, my eye! Sorry, I slipped. You drilled my eye. <laughs> Sorry. And well, it's also that we can get the crops in on time as the kids are off for summer break to save energy during the Carter and Kaiser Wilhelm. <laughs> this, uh, you see, it's. Um, mm. You remember when my blood? I told the story about my brother getting his blood taken. And the guy was jabbing him and jabbing Jeez. him. And the guy said, I'm sorry, I was, I was up late last at the, at the casino last night. I hardly got any sleep. After he jabbed him several times with a oh. needle. Oh, give me that needle. Oh. Yeah, I'm taking the needle and coming back at you. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up oh. another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Drop us a line. Look at Jack's boy's cakes. Oh. Look at Baxter the dog cavorting in the snow. Articles, books we referenced, whatever. You can't put that many sprinkles on a piece of cake. It's not good for you. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here! Get! Get! And we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over! What? Bye-bye. That's right. You lost an hour of sleep this morning thanks to Kaiser Wilhelm. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.